Let's let's yes. start. So hello and welcome to hello. our podcast. Hello. Hello. We're so happy and lucky. And <laughs> listen to all the new viewers or listener here. That's what we call it. Uh, welcome to this podcast. The podcast based on Panela's website, Awakening 101. Do you want to do a short introduction, Panela? Uh, about myself or the website or both? Both of it, I think. Yeah. Okay. My name is Pernilla Burke, and I'm the founder and uh, creator and photographer of Awakening 101, which is a website uh, that is intended to be like a spiritual online resource, sort of like a library. You come and you find things that are related to spiritual transformation, self-discovery, and healing, Uh, and it's basically a compilation of information that I've gathered in the last two decades that has helped me, you know, go forward in my own spiritual path and my own um, journey of healing, so to speak. Um, And it has a list of teachers and it has personal blogs. And it also has something called the awakening process, which is uh, our attempt to in, in the use of something called the tools and the elements of awakening give you a sort of a roadmap on this journey of self-discovery. Um, so check it out. And this podcast is basically a conversation about the things that are on the website, but also it's our sort of a conversation about the daily life and how we can bring in the this knowledge into our daily life and then put it into practice. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Panela. And um, let's just jump straight into it. Uh, Our topic today will be connection. And uh, Mm -hmm. we did already a podcast uh, about connection, but we would like to deepen it a little bit. And now in your intro, you mentioned um, the tools and the elements. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, connection is one of the elements. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you maybe explain why you put connection like one of the elements in uh, that we well for me uh, okay so it's it's an explanation of the tools and the elements so so the, the way this sort of unfolded the tools are things that we do practices that we do to to emphasize or open up or bring forth various elements like connection love presence so those are states of being. So connection is not a tool, it's a state of being. And that in on the sort of on the spiritual path, connection is something that is extremely important for as a foundational element of joy and well-being. And connection, in my opinion, can mean a, a tremendous amount of things to individual people wherever they are on their journey. Uh, for me, connection means connected to my own soul and to the great self. And I found that that's a very short version, but I found that through meditation practice. That's where I am today. But then connection when I was eight meant going to the barn, going into the horse that I've cared for, her stall, touching her mane hugging her head, that was the sense of connection 
that it was tangible. I could touch her. I could feel her, the horse. And that's what it meant to me then. So, but it's an important element of well-being. And when we don't have connection to anything, and it could be, you know, your mother, your dog, the trees in your backyard, like whatever it is, it's a very important aspect of the journey. So of, of, of the spirit journey, of the healing journey, of, of the self-discovery journey. All of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it has to, I, th I think that we, you know, there's some talk about this now, like the, there's a huge, there's a book out called Belonging. And they had actually at our school here in Princeton, they had a, a lecture about it. And, and, and a lot of people are talking about connection now because it's sort sort of evident in, in the world we live in that we had a lot of our connections are online. And does that really, and that's a whole philosophical discussion that we could have, but does connection online actually feed your soul? Does connection uh, on social media heal your heart? And I would say yes and no. It depends on what type of, right? I mean, the, the mm -hmm. conversation we're having right now mm -hmm. is online but it fills my soul. So mm. it makes me feel connected. Like when we get off this call, my day is going to feel filled with joy because I spent this hour with you. So we were connected, mm. right? So can I just uh, stop you Stop you for a little bit because you're going uh, too fast. Going back to, <laughs> no, but going back to, um, uh, no, because I think connection comes in, 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 I mean, the essence of being connected must be, uh, the same for everyone, but the access to connect uh, could come in different form and shapes, I guess. But uh, as you talk about uh, the connection with um, the horse you had as, as an eight-year-old, it was physical, you could feel it, and the connection today, going back to the wheel that you have created, where the elements is a state of being, and the tools are uh, tools that you can... Um, uh, use and practice to reach the elements mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i would like to stay there for a moment and see okay what tools have nurtured your connection most like if i'm now listening to this podcast and i'm being curious knowing okay maybe i connect to other people but it's more difficult to connect to myself can i be connected mm -hmm. to myself even when i feel bad um, or is that the moment that I just want to react myself? So I want to stay yeah. a little bit in the, in the tools and the elements and see how you can guide us into uh, to what tools to practice. Okay, so can I do, because they changed throughout the journey, the lifetime, right? Yeah, so, so let's okay. talk about your journey from when you created the tools. Yeah, okay. So I think that... The, the, the the first thing for me, and you have to tell me if I'm on the right track after this, mm -hmm. uh, the first tool that I believe, and we talked about this in the other podcast about connection, is nature and animals. That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, clearly, because of the horse, uh, Annabelle, that I, I cared mm -hmm. for, she was my first. She was my first tool, but it was unconscious. Like, I didn't know you know, now that I'm analyzing these things and like writing about it and philosophizing, okay, I can't even say that, but, but she was my first tool. Mm -hmm. 
And she was my first, I would say, actually effective tool, healthy tool. It's something that worked, right? And then, and I also in that, like when I got into my teenage years, I think what I used was um, walking in cities. I would, you know, by myself for hours on end. Uh, I did it when I was a teenager in Stockholm. I would like take the subway far away and then I walk all the way home. Uh, I did, when I lived in Italy, I, I spent a lot of time just walking around with my camera and taking pictures. And photography became a way for me also subconsciously because I didn't know I was doing this until now that I'm looking at it. It came, became a way for me to, to capture a window into uh, connecting with the world. If I take a picture of it, I can capture it and I'm connected to it. Mm. So that's, you know, when I lived in Italy, uh, I took so many pictures of the, the, the city of Florence mm. because of that. And then I think that, and I, th I think that the people do that. Traveling is, is a way for people to feel like it fills their soul and just being looking at places it's it's in the same category as nature and, and animals i think because it's it's just being outside looking at people enjoying foods and then i think that after that i would say that's when my my search for connection turned into the unhealthy realm because yeah. i became an alcoholic and a drug addict and i was searching for connection because in alcohol you know, everybody knows that if you drink, you have an easier time opening up, opening up to people mm. and you have an easier time talking to people and you feel less shy and more courageous and all these things. So that's what I was doing because I was a very shy, sort of unhappy, anxious teenager. So, but of course it leaves you feeling even more disconnected. Mm. That's the even. thing with alcohol and drugs. It's like you think that in the moment, wow, this is great. But every time it comes to an end, every single time. And I used to be so incredibly scared of the mm. end of the night. You know, I was always scared, like uh, anticipating mm. the end of the night when I would feel a million times worse than I did on a regular basis because mm. you you come down off of drugs or come down off of alcohol and you just feel completely awful and ashamed and empty and then I would say when I became sober the community of Alcoholics Anonymous having a place to go holding hands at the end of the meeting saying the serenity prayer hearing people laugh about things that you're laughing about which is you know you're you're in a room with hundreds of people that you barely know. I mean, this is LA that I was, I was at AA in LA, which is, was a lot of people. That's where I, I felt connected because these are people that are like me. They've struggled with the same things that I struggle with. When somebody shares in this room, they're sharing about something that I feel also, I identify with them. We hold hands, we say a prayer together, we laugh together. Um, so that was I would say community is a big, big one. And I think people know about this. You know, you, you, people go to church or they have groups or you go to dinner with your friends. That's connection, community. Uh, family dinner. 
so important. Um, I struggled with the family dinner a lot because sometimes when I was growing up, it was, it was difficult with family dinner because my parents didn't get along. Um, so it was, it was like an anxious time also. But as that I, was also one of the reasons probably that you came out in the, in the addiction element, because that energy of being, you know, uh, being in these family dinners where that, you know, where it's tense and you don't really feel comfortable and you definitely not feel connected. Then of course. That... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't ever say that this is the one thing that, um, that, cause me to do X, you know, it doesn't work like that. There's not a, mm. like a simple equation, like X plus Y is Z, you know, it doesn't work like that. Uh, I think that for me, I was, I was a person or a young person that had, a, I was, my disposition was this way. So I had anxiety and felt a little bit lost and all these things, regardless of, of the, my family setup, right? Yeah. So I solved my anxiety by drinking and really I, there's no reason why, but I, when I'm, when I'm talking about connection and of course having that family dinner on the flip side, even though it was anxious, sometimes if my parents were mad at each other and was still a point of reference in my day that kept everything sort of organized. Like I always mm. knew that I had that, that, like seven o'clock was the time I had to be home because we sat down together. Mm. It still made us feel grounded in mm. something mm. like a schedule makes kids feel grounded. Mm. So, mm. but if we're talking about connection in the community, AA was the first time where I actually felt, you know, my heart was opening, but also it's like the energy of this, this group of people that are trying to heal. And of course I went to tons of meetings where I felt, disconnected because I didn't know anybody and I was super shy and I didn't like to connect and then at the same time I began yoga which I think was I had inklings about this before but but it was the first time that I felt connected to my self my body where you know we would do yoga and then I would have like a second in shavasana where I was like Oh, you know, that was the, I think yoga was the first sort of like portal or gateway into like a, a sense of connection with my own deeper soul because I was completely disconnected from my body or what I felt like, what do I, like, I, I, I mean, we've talked about this before, but we, I was breathing, breathing, not past my shoulder shoulders my whole life until then. Like, I didn't even know how to breathe into my belly. I mean, did you? Like, so I would say yoga is, is an excellent tool depending on where you are in your journey because it opens you up to something more than your conscious mind. It's like a subconscious deepening sense of connection to your inner self. And then as the years went by, I mean, now I'm jumping, but sort of just to wrap this up, I mean, meditation then later on became the thing that really br brought it all home so that it, it got me from 
being a, uh, like really understanding that the true connection is within ourselves. It's found in our souls and it's there for us to grab if we just can find it. And it, I always say that like, you know, the beginning of meditation is sort of like decluttering a closet that has way too much stuff in it. There's so much stuff that you can't even, you can't even access the things that you truly feel because you don't know what you feel. Like, what is it that I'm feeling right now? I don't know, because it's complete, a cluttered closet with shit everywhere. So, and then through meditation, you start bringing the the negativity, the resentment, all the, the, the negative thoughts down so that you can slowly but surely start bringing out the old stuff out of the closet. So that all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's that blue dress. I know now why I am so effect affected by this thing that's inside of me. I can see the blue dress, you know, the resentment about that thing that happened when I was five, that's always been triggering me for the rest of my life. So through that process of decluttering the closet through meditation, instilling the mind and only having, let's say like five items left in the closet, that's when you can really connect to your true soul because it's in there, right? Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm just thinking in Chinese, you say that the heart is the true soul. And I just think that... Um, um, the heart of the closet. Yeah, the heart. Yeah, but you know, whatever you want to connect with, if it's your intuition in your belly or if it's the heart or are you connecting to your true self, which is behind all thoughts and, and emotions and uh, all this closet uh, that are in the way. But my question to this is, if Wait, can you... Can I just say something? The heart, can I say something yeah. about the Chinese heart? I would say, for me, I fall into this thing where I think that when you're talking about the heart is actually this heart. Mm -hmm. But they're talking about the great heart, like the great soul. Right? In China, in Chinese, they're talking about the uh, the heart. The heart area is the great soul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. so so so, and that's what we you know. And the heart never lies. So if you really you know, if you connect to the energy of your heart, you will feel that what what what's resonating, if you start listening to it. But th this is but coming back to a person who is, who feels worthy as a child or while growing up. A person who do have, um, how to say, a good self-esteem, a person who has um, serene self-love and not a narcissist, of course, and who has some self-respect. I mean, mm -hmm. that person must be connected from the very beginning. What I'm trying, what I'm searching for is like, okay, when we're trying to connect with ourselves. And we both had this journey with the drugs. And I can remember me taking my first ecstasy. And that was a true moment of connection to myself for the first time ever in my life when I was 18. And I wanted that, but I can feel that when taking the drugs away, what we work in today, I would never ever with the respect and the worthiness I have for myself today, do those things again, because I would be, you know, it, it would be so connection must also include a self-respect a self-love you know being worthy to yourself 
right? Worthy, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so what are you asking? No, but I'm asking what, you know, it's, 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 I'm asking that connection to yourself could be very different. Some people, um, I, I, I think that some people just are born connected with themselves. They just feel very yeah, connected. I, I definitely, I think that everybody comes out differently. This is yeah. just our, and this, this is, is just this what is happened our, to our. Yeah. And, and that's why I think that when we, you're more, you're more spiritual practice we have, you're more yoga we're practicing, you're more meditation we're practicing, we're getting these qualities that we need to be connected. But as we mm -hmm. didn't have these, I mean, I didn't, felt loved by my parents as a child or from my mom. So of course, I'm not blaming anyone, but of course the way we are brought up and the circumstances are affecting us. So mm -hmm. if we are brought up in an environment that is very noisy, that is not very warm and caring, that you always have to be on your guard, of course that affects you. And then, and then you kind of disconnect with yourself because you're coming over to skills of surviving. That's yeah, what life definitely. becomes about. Um, so, so, um, so you're saying that it depends on, I mean, it's, it's okay. I, I mean, like everything, of course, it depends on how you are as a, as a child. I mean, how, how do you, what type of setup are you born with on like, yeah. a, on like a DNA genetic way, right? Yeah. Some people are born into the exact same family and completely are different, right? So, so that's one part of it. And then there's the environment in which you're born into. So those of two, of course, play a factor. Mm -hmm. And then if you really want to get heavy, and then it's about your karma and, and who you were beforehand. So, and the work that but needs they, to but, be but, done but in I'm this not, I, I don't want to put anything right or wrong. It's not that what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to yeah. open up the window to be a little bit more, you know, there's so many different ways of accessing. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I mean, I also don't have that experience myself, but I I'm truly think that people who are really hermits that are really connected with themselves and connected to nature, maybe not connected to other people that much. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all about the balance, right? Some people yeah. Yeah. Ha have, but, but back to, to the connection, um, and you mentioned it a little bit about the yoga. I think that mm -hmm. being present with all the senses, like like embracing the uh, the smell, the, the the touch, seeing, hearing, um, uh, our five senses must also be a gateway to connect to your body and yourself. Yeah, but I guess I could say. To me, being present with senses is not a tool, not a practice. Okay. It's a and place you arrive at when you go through practices. I, I, I don't, for me, I would say, the, well, if you're asking me to be present with my senses, which mm -hmm. is something that I can do right now, but it's not how did I arrive at a place where I can be present with my senses, which is completely impossible for me when I was like 15 years old. Like if you said, Hey, here's 
feel, smell all at the same time, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? So again, it's almost like connection in, you know, being present with your senses is again, it feels like that's the the part two to having practices. Like, okay, if I'm in a yoga class and then I meditate and blah, 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 and then I go out in nature and I'm going to be more present with my senses when I'm taking that walk than I would be if I just came home from a party at 10 o'clock in the morning. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, I feel like as a practice, being present with your senses is, is unless you're doing, I mean, I guess if you're talking about like mindfulness walks in the, in the, no, in the but forest. I'm just thinking that people that are maybe not into yoga, I think connecting with the senses definitely is, is a connection to, to the present moment yeah. with yourself. I think, I guess what I'm arguing is that I think it's hard to do. To say, to be present, maybe one at a time is easy. Like listening is yeah, a great yeah, way yeah. to be present. Yeah, yeah. Or or like smelling a flower is a great way. But doing it all five at the same time, I think is, I mean, for me, impossible. But you're, you maybe, and for you, maybe that works. No, but I'm I mean, not tell relating. Me... To, uh, no, but I'm not relating to myself. I'm just relating to. I mean, uh, you know, if you want to connect to one sense, it's beautiful. The, or you know, the here. You know, I mean, as a baby in the womb, mm -hmm. we are connected with the senses first, and the yeah. first sense that we connect with is well. Actually, I I learned two different things. One told me there was the sound because you hear the sound from the organs from your mother and the heartbeat from your mother. Uh, another book. Uh, and scientists say it's it's the touch because you 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 feel them, you feel the water. Uh, I don't know if the kid can you know the, the the baby can registrate that, but I'm just feeling that even if you connect with all your senses or just one senses, connection is a present state. When I'm becoming yeah, aware, I, that I'm connected. Now, yeah, I'm completely with you now. Touch is so important. Right, a hug is more connecting than a conversation. And snuggle people snuggle with their pets and their, you know, their little kids. I mean, yeah. that's like a classic. That's so it's I guess I just what threw me off was when you said all five senses. So yes, touch. I mean But that's what you did with Annabelle too. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. You know, you gave yeah. her a hug and of course you smelled, you smelled her. You smell, you know, and No, and, and it's and, exactly those two things. It was the sound of the horses mm -hmm. in the barn, mm -hmm. munching, 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 mm -hmm. and the like. It's the 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 feeling that that brings about. The sound of my mm -hmm. horses munching is a piece of calm mm -hmm. and connection. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the touch, mm -hmm. hugging her, caressing mm -hmm. her face, mm -hmm. um, looking at her. Yeah, that is also. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like I just felt together with her, and I, mm -hmm. you know. Who, it's horses are a perfect example. I mean, I spent yesterday, I spent at least half an hour with my horse just snuggling her face. I scratch her between her ears. I kiss her on her nose. I scratch her between her eyes. I mean, and she loved, I mean, they love it. They love it. She did not move. She just wanted more. And every time I moved away a little bit, she would move closer with her face. Now I just got this completely crazy thought. But this is yeah. interesting because if you take dogs and and you know, but even cats, but but 
and, and horses. But horses can't hug themselves. And horses can't scratch themselves. No, but they, they can do a little bit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly. They scratch each other. Yeah. Well, just related yeah, to go on, go can. on with this thought. No, 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 but, but because you know, what, 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 you know, you know, we are lucky. We can hug. We can hug ourselves. You know, and I think the, the monkey can hug themselves. The bears can hug themselves. But you know, it, it, of course, the dog can't hug themselves. But they can snuggle in, so they are completely. They make a little ball, though. Yeah, they make a little ball, so that must be their way. No, I, I, I don't know. It just came to my mind. It's like, okay, when you say that a hug is more, more important than than uh, than work, that really, but that happens also when you hug heart to heart, right? When you feel the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I th I've thought about this a lot with my husband. When in the beginning, you know, if we were like holding each other tight, my mind was always going even after like a second I would ask him about something mm. a plan or dinner or... so it was never a present hug I was always ready and uh, you know and it always messed like it always was like this moment you you ask or or your thought stream is in a different place it breaks the connection of the hug, mm, right? Mm. So nowadays, I really, I mean, it, now it's completely natural, but but we we hug a lot. And I don't, I never speak when we do that. Mm. Yeah, you know, we, we like in the kitchen, I'll like hug him from the, his shoulders from behind and just mm. stand there or, and that's a much, like that's a such more deep, connection than it is mm. if i'm mm. in my mind waiting for the next thing to say mm. but it's a really i i love this uh this it, what you're talking it, about about the the sort of like the the hugging and the touching and mm. and i was going to say something but i forgot no but i'm thinking nils actually uh, uh, invented uh some many years ago when the children was a little bit little but to give a hug in five seconds and just keep silent. To just yeah. really feel, you know, and there was this, uh, you know, I we kind of stopped that, but I think we need to do that again because it was really also good for the kids to just learn to stay, to just, just give a hug and then walk away. What's the essence of this hug, you know? What, what, you know, what am I The five-second hug, yeah. Yeah, the five-second hug. That's, I guess, so if you're talking about connection through the senses, touch is at least for most of us mm. it's a way to connect through the heart mm. in a deeper way mm. and i i love this i have i follow this i i, I might have mentioned this before i follow this animal rescue uh, organization yeah. called the Gen gentle barn and that's every single video they have it's like somebody cuddling with a cow or cuddling with a goat and it's like all about how they like learn to do belly scratches on the on the various animals that they have and it's it's just wonderful it's like so you know it's, it's just wonderful to see like a big old cow having like their face scratched that's good so stuff louise yeah that's good stuff that's that's uh i i actually start follow them from when you mentioned them last time i yeah. think it's very but wait yeah. now i remember what i wanted to say i think about this so 
being alone, you know, dogs, mm. you leave your dog and they're upset mm. at home alone. A lot of mm. people get two dogs. Mm. Cats seem to be completely fine, by the way, but mm. when they're alone. And I'm sure it's because there's more spiritually evolved than the rest of us. Mm. But um, horses, for example, in mm. Sweden, for example, now, you're not allowed to own only one horse. No, exactly. You have to have two mm. because they get lonely. Mm. And well, they don't. They have just... to stand together. They know they're not allowed. You don't have to own two. You can own one, but they need to be together with another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have, but you can't have a farm and only have one no. horse. You have to no. have a farm and no. have two horses. Yeah. And I think about that with with people that live by themselves for a long time, human beings. Interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, even though you have your phone and you talk to people, it really must affect you on a deep level to be alone you were talking about people being lonely um and people who well, are living alone living alone being alone, alone that, living alone yeah I yeah think. but exactly but i think that uh that that's a topic which which i think we should by curiosity uh, dig a little bit deeper in because i think your tools um and 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 maybe focusing on an element could actually very much help to someone who feels because there is also I mean, there is a choice when you want to be alone, but there is mm -hmm. not nice to feel lonely, right? That's two different. Mm -hmm. uh, that's two different things. So, back to the animals you talked about, back to the horses there, you know, and back to the human beings. Mm -hmm. I just think that you open up the door for something that I think could be very um, interesting to talk about more. Yeah, because I mean, if you if you think about it philosophically, oh, I, I could say at that time. <laughs> uh, That's why you philosophically. Yeah, we said it. We said it. Me who can't but even speak English. If you English. think about it, uh, if it's illegal for a horse to be by themselves, it's just interesting yeah. that people. Yeah, yeah. And and I I believe that that some of us have so much emotional stuff going on so sometimes disorder live yeah sometimes it's just easier to be alone mm. and you choose but that, to... that's interesting because when you feel bad well well actually when i feel bad i'm not saying everyone but i think you are a little bit the same when when i struggle and feel bad then i feel less connected to other people but i don't search the connection to other people i kind of reject them instead yeah because you you it's a survival mechanism like i have yeah, to take exactly. care of myself now yeah yeah i, yeah. I can't really um but back to what you just said that um back to what you said with with uh, with the people uh, just to mention i heard this i saw this program on television where you have the five red zones the red zones where people are living the most long life. Uh, Okinawa is one of them. Uh, one island in Greece is one of them. And I think there is one Eastern country. And I, I think Italy, if it's, if it's Sicily or Sardinia. But anywho, together what these people have, these groups, it's community that you've been mentioned mm -hmm. today. It's mm -hmm. connection to their nature. It's their connection to each other. And the true connection to themselves because they've been they've been in the same place. 
that didn't have the urge to uh, realizing themselves uh, uh, other places around. Uh, and of course, they're eating the food that is local and in the seasons. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, roots, roots of, roots. of your ancestry, mm -hmm. so important. But roots. actually, let, let's, that, it's a big subject, but I wanted to yeah. just go back. I'm now we're skipping around, but mm. we were, you said that when you feel bad, you want to be by yourself. And I'm exactly yeah. the same way. I don't know how many people mm. were like, why didn't you call me? I'm like, why did it, why should I call you? I felt yeah. shitty. I don't call people when I'm shitty. What are you talking about? But that is something that I talk about in the blog too, that we, we talked about yesterday is that I say for most of my life, I felt disconnected to other people because for what was inside of me was so negative and so much unhappiness that I was, I think that subconsciously I was afraid to open up because then people would see all the ugly inside. Through the process of clearing my closet and, you know, working with especially the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous and meditation, getting rid of all the ugly through whatever you do therapy or is also mm -hmm. a method in which we can open up to feeling more connected mm. to the people around us because I mean for me most of my life I always felt resentful at everybody else but that's interesting yeah. because I have a different for me I don't I I became the people pleaser instead yeah no that me too my, that, that that was my me way too but it was name. that that's not connect but that's that's not true connection no, no, then no, that your, was the false, false self, exactly, yeah. the false self-connecting. But that's how I thought, oh, I'm so connected to, 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 to everyone because, you know, but I lost myself completely in it. I mean, completely. Mm -hmm. but, but so I think that that's also something that when we are not true to ourselves and not honestly connected to ourselves, what kind of shapes does this false self take people pleasing uh resentments uh you know all these things coming out in different i mean it's not that easy to to um to see see the different yeah shapes of it yeah i mean yeah people pleasing codependency caretaking mm. these are all mm. ways to get out of our 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 troubled self mm -hmm. to hide from our true selves mm -hmm. uh, and i did it i did it also i mean i mean it's just it's just like holy crap trying to take care of others and i have a thing now where i say when i when i notice myself trying to do solve people's problems which is like a huge codependency thing and we we're going to talk about codependency. Let me tell you. Yeah, um, let me tell. We had that on our uh, topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a thing now that I, I I say to myself when I feel myself go into that state, which is I cannot take care of your feelings anymore. No. I no, will it sounds not, like my therapist. I will not take care of your emotions anymore mm. 
And it's a game changer. I mean, mm. you know, mm -hmm. I, my husband never asked for any of that. But I think I was just predisposed of trying to solve his, his mm. uh, whatever was going on with him. And mm. when we moved in together like 20 years ago, you know, he was kind of like a grumpy guy, you know, and I was mm. like so, so uncomfortable. Mm. I was always asking, are you okay? And are you okay? Mm. Like if mm. you say, are you okay to your spouse or your partner? Then you're codependent right away. Boom. Mm, mm. Because why are you asking him that? Like, yeah, you know? yeah exactly, exactly. It's such a, so, it's so good. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, now I don't say any of that that anymore. But it took me a really long time to figure out mm. how to how to. And actually, he's a happier guy when I don't attach yeah. myself like a little mm. blue eagle. What do you call that? Like a leech. Like yeah, you know, like just trying to like help your emotions like what 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 is that there's also disconnection when i remove my need to please when i remove my need to fix and take care of your emotion then you can actually connect to me better mm -hmm. yeah of course yeah that that's there's a beautiful uh, um, expression in the buddhist that is really to have hope for dialogues from heart to heart yeah and uh, and also that um, uh, Daisaku Kida said, I will find that for our next, and I will send it to you. But where this, where the where the state of our life, it's depending on the state of our heart. Um, so again, bring it back to the heart. The heart is the most important. Love yeah, but I I mean again, Buddhism and Hinduism or yoga. Uh, describe this heart that you're talking about in a different way because yeah, i would say they, they, they might they might the describe heart. it in different way but i would say that it means the same. same yeah exactly so whatever the, and the, even the if heart you... is the great heart is the yeah. soul of us um, yeah so whatever, whatever i get whatever. a little bit i trip on the, the the word heart because it's a location in my body even though i know that what you're saying is the soul mm -hmm. I love the word heart. I think heart is, uh, I have no, no trace. Amahata. Mm, the heart. Yeah. The heart. Yeah. Honey, yeah. we need to wrap up. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember so, what we talked about, but we talked so about a lot of things. We talked about connection, the true, the true path to connection. Um, if we just want to uh, summarize quickly, uh, maybe the hug five second hug could be one way to connect even to yourself if you're just hugging yourself in five seconds uh, mm -hmm. maybe through one or all your senses connect to yourself and um, as you said if you have a pet animal um, that moment of truly present with that animal is yeah. is an is an is a state of connection yeah I think that I want to say too, because uh, we can't just say simple tools here at this. Well, say we can't this. say what? We can't just mention simple, simpler tools. I think that the great, the greatest doorway to feeling connected was ridding myself of all my negative emotion, and that mm. is done through deep self-reflection mm. as in you have to clear your weeds you really do 
but therapy, you, can you with the hand steps. on your heart yeah that's what i said you need therapy for that right you can't really yeah. clear clear i mean that's you need you need some sort of yeah. self-help uh, uh mm. through whatever it is if it's if it's something that is blocking you from feeling connected mm. to other people mm. then do yourself mm. a favor mm. talk to somebody that is a professional mm. We're not just connected to other people. I think also connected to yourself is important because, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, and I think that that's impossible too. It starts too. with yourself. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, Wonderful. Don't wait. Don't don't wait. Do it. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. Just do it. Okay. Okay, honey. Is that a I song? Love... I don't even know. Okay. Well, where, where is it Adidas? It's Nike, right? It's Nike. Just do it. Nike. Nike. Not Nike. 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 Okay, Nike. Sorry, honey. Let's let's yes. start. So, hello and welcome to hello. our podcast. Hello. Hello. We're so happy and lucky. And <laughs> listen to all the new viewers or listener here. That's what we call it. Uh, welcome to this podcast, the podcast based on Panilla's website, Awakening 101. Do you want to do a short introduction, Panilla? Uh, about myself or the website or both? Both of it, I think. Yeah, okay. 